بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد باب ذكر الموت وقصة للعمل قال الله تعالى أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم كل نفس ذائقة الموت وإنما توفون أجوركم يوم القيامة فمن زحزح عن النار وأدخل الجنة فقد فاز وما الحياة الدنيا إلا متاع الغرور وقال تعالى وما تدري نفس ماذا تكسب غدا وما تدري نفس بأي أرض تموت صدق الله العظيم This chapter, new chapter which we briefly touched the discussion on Imam Nawi rahimullah has given this chapter the heading chapter which deals with constantly reminding ourselves of mort, of death and obviously one of the benefits of being constantly aware of our death the temporary nature of the life of this world is the curtailing of aspirations humans by nature make long long plans and long long designs and they have ambitions and desires that run not into years but decades in the future almost as if they are guaranteed that they would be in a position to fulfill those ambitions and desires whereas the stark reality of the nature of our life in this world is that we have no guarantee that we will even survive the day in which we are living in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says and as I mentioned because this chapter is extremely important in the sense of getting our direction right devoting our efforts towards akhirat more than this dunya which was in fact one of the main ambition, one of the main goals of Anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam our beloved Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam throughout his life throughout his nubuwat his mission was there as we mentioned previously what we call zahin sazi the conditioning of the minds of people to devote more attention to akhirat than dunya because of its importance, Imam Nawi rahimahullah has mentioned many, many verses in the Quran. We find that this subject matter interspersed throughout many, many verses of the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by way of admonishment, by way of advice, by way of examples, many, many places in the Quran we are reminded of the temporary nature of the life of this world. The first such verse, Allah ta'ala says, Kullu nafsin da'iqatul maut. Every soul without a doubt, definitely will taste death. As we mentioned previously, interestingly, Quran uses the word dha'iqa, which comes from dha'iqa which means to taste. Normally it is used when you are eating something. Food has a taste. The taste of death is bitter. And Allah Ta'ala says, like I mentioned, when referring to death also, Allah says, you will taste death. Mufassirin explained this refers to the type of life a person lives. If a person lives a life wherein he has not prepared for more than death, then the taste of death will be very, very bitter. Conversely, if he has prepared for death, then Allah Ta'ala will give him such a death. Malaika will come down with bouquets of flowers, basharat and glad tidings at the time of death, that then the taste of that death becomes very, very sweet. Why? Because he looks forward to the life of the year after. Thereafter, Allah Ta'ala says, وَإِنَّمَا إِنَّمَا in the Arabic language, 
is what we call Kalimatul Hasar. Like we say in Urdu, the equivalent of it is Sirf or Sirf, only and only. Wa innama tuwaffawna ujurakum yawm al-qiyamah. Only on the day of judgment, only in the akhirat, will you be paid back in full. Will you get your true just returns? In this world, we see sometimes good people receive good conditions. And it appears outwardly as if people are rewarded for their neki, for their good deeds in this world. Allah Ta'ala blesses them with barakah, Allah blesses them with various things. However, from the verse of the Qur'an we realize that this return or this recompense that a person gets in the world is nowhere near a clear indication of what Allah truly wants to give this person. Because Qur'an says, إِنَّمَا only يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ Only in the akhirat will you get the full return. Conversely, if a person displeases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the hardships, the difficulties, the calamities, the trials, the tribulations, the sickness, the afflictions of this world, in reality is just scratching the surface. Is not a just recompense or punishment for what a person will face for his misdeeds. The fact of the matter, what this verse of the Qur'an is telling us, is that the dunya when compared to akhirat, in fact there is no real comparison. Whatever we receive in this world, Allah Ta'ala says in the Qur'an, وَلَنُذِيقَنَّهُمْ مِنَ الْعَذَابِ الْأَدَّنَا دُونَ الْعَذَابِ الْأَكْبَرِ Hardships in this world, Allah Ta'ala refers to it as عَذَابُ adna, the small azab. This is something very small. There's no real comparison. دُونَ الْعَذَابِ الْأَكْبَرِ Allah says, before the big azab. Why? Because this small azab is the wake-up call for the big azab. In this world, beautifully we've seen in the previous hadith, previous chapters, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, not going to go into the detail, just to explain this verse. Allah's Rasul sallallahu gave us an analogy. He says, a person, an'ami ahlid dunya, this person lived the best life in the world. Everything was found for him. He knew no hardship or difficulty. Such a person is put into jahannam for one millisecond. And then the question is asked, hal ra'ayta khayran qattu? Did you see any good? Did you experience any good? You will say, you take qasam on Allah. I never experienced any good. Yet, the reality, an'ami ahli dunya. He lived the best life anybody could have lived. On the other hand, Allah's Rasulullah is the person who lived the hardest and most difficult existence in this world. Pareshani, hardship, difficulty, sickness, every musibat and calamity you can think of, this person was, in, was involved in. He will be put into jannat for one millisecond. Then the question will be asked, Did you see any difficulty? He'll take qasam, he'll say, I never saw any difficulty. That millisecond in Jannat will make him forget all the difficulties and hardships of the most difficult life in this world. Why? No comparison of dunya with akhirat. So Allah Ta'ala says, وَإِنَّمَا تُوَفَّوْنَ أُجُورَكُمْ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ Good you will do, the full reward only you will receive in akhirat. On the other hand, sin or displeasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, punishment for that you will receive only in reality in the hereafter. In this world what you are receiving is no comparison. And then Quran sums up this entire subject for us. فَمَنْ النَّارِ People are making effort all the time. 
And why are you making effort? Why do you get up in the morning? Why do you go to work? Why do you strive? Why do you do business? Why do you get a degree? Why are people getting an education? Why are people utilizing their time and energies? Every human being, his psyche is such, the goal and objective, if you have to cut through the red tape, look at the reality, we want to become successful. If your dimag is salim, if your mentality is clear, then the goal and objective of every human being is success. What is that success? This is why this topic again throughout Quran is discussed in many, many places. Allah Ta'ala keeps reminding us what is success. Because people think what is success? Success is how many zeros is in your bank balance or the type of house you live in or the type of clothing you wear or whether your ambitions and goals in this world have been realized. What Quran keeps on teaching us is that the absolute reality, the absolute reality is that no material gain or loss in this world has anything to do with success. Success is one thing only, which Allah says in this verse, every soul will taste death, the true return you will get in the hereafter. And then Allah says, the one who is safe from Jahannam, the one who is safe from Jahannam and enters into Jannah, faqad, fa and then qad. These are, this is emphasis upon emphasis. Faqad, definitely, without a doubt, he has succeeded. This is the only success. وَمَنْ يُتِعِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ فَازَ فَوْزًا عَظِيمًا The one who obeys Allah and his Rasul Allah says again, فَقَدْ Without a doubt, without a doubt, فَازَ فَوْزًا عَظِيمًا He has achieved a great success. فَمَنْ ثَقُلَتْ مَوَازِينُهُ فَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْمُفْلِحُونَ وَمَنْ خَفَّتْ مَوَازِينُهُ فَأُولَٰئِكَ الَّذِينَ خَسِرُوا أَنفُسَهُمْ فِي جَهَنَّمَ خَالِدُونَ Elsewhere Allah says, if the scales are heavy, you have succeeded. If the scales are light, you have failed. That is the only success. So, فَمَنْ زُحْزِهَا عَنِ النَّارِ وَأُدْخِلَ الْجَنَّةِ He who has been saved from Jahannam, entered into Jannah, he has succeeded. And then, as we find in many, many verses in the Qur'an, Qur'an, Qur'an is that kalam which is which is a mu'ajiza, it is a miracle. And part of ajazul Qur'an, part of the miraculous nature of the Qur'an is the extremely high level of balaghat, of eloquence that is found in the Qur'an. Very, very important realities of this life are discussed in this verse. And then, as I said, in many, many places in the Qur'an, we find that the last section of a verse sums up the subject matter that is found throughout the rest of the verse. So, كُلُّ نَفْسٍ رَائِقَةُ الْمَوْتِ Every soul will taste death. وَإِنَّمَا تُوَفَّوْنَ أُجُورَكُمْ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ Only in the year after you will get the full return, either reward or punishment for whatever you did. Only in the year after the reality, you will get the full recompense. فَمَنْ زُحْزِهَا عَنِ النَّارِ You say from Jahannam enters Jannah, he has succeeded. And then what is the message of the verse? Why is Allah Ta'ala telling us all this? If you have to sum it up, it is found in this last section of the verse. وَمَا الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا إِلَّا مَتَاعُ الْغُرُورِ The message of this entire verse is don't be deceived by the glitter and glamour and lights of this world. So Allah Ta'ala says, the life of this world, وَمَا الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا إِلْ is nothing, nothing. مَا إِنْ إِلَّا مَا إِنْ إِلَّا creates a meaning of total exclusivity. 
istisnaiyat to a very high level. Everything is removed. Allah says, the life of this world, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, 100 years, whatever it is, the life of this world is nothing, nothing, nothing. Illa except mata'ul ghurur. One translation of this is enjoyment of deceptions. Another translation of this is nothing but object of deceit. Mata, mata means something that enriches one, something that is very valuable. So dunya appears to be very valuable, but mata'ul ghurur, objects value but of deception. In other words, if you look at what is the literal meaning of deception, that which, that which is not what it appears to be. This dunya is not what it appears to be, so don't be deceived. And the explanation of just this last section, my respected brothers, the reality is that this explanation can fill thousands of pages of, of commentary. The deceptive nature of this world can easily be understood by turning back the pages of history. The kings, the monarchs, the rulers of the bygone times who possessed immense wealth. Today the ruins of their palaces we will see. The ruins of the ruins or the remains of their legacies we see. The so-called perceived success. The revolution and the tide of time clearly revealed the, the deception. They were, they were at the height of success. Where are they today? What, are, what remains of them? Their bodies have become the food and the fodder of insects. Nothing remains. They have turned into dust. Where are their empires? Where is their gurur? Where is their pride? All this is a testimony of the deceptive nature of this world. And, this, and the sad reality, my respected brothers, is that people continue to witness the ever-changing facade of this world. And they still, despite being constantly reminded, despite seeing so many janazas, so much of sickness, so much of hardship, so much of difficulty, despite witnessing this on a daily basis, despite witnessing constant reminders on a daily basis that of the declining nature of this world, the sun rises, it sets again. Healthy people become sick, young people become old, living people are dying all the time. We are constantly reminded of this and still we think that death will not overtake us. So this is why Allah says, وَمَا الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا إِلَّا مَتَاعُ الْغُرُورِ This is, the world is only an enjoyment of deception. It is objects of deceit, so don't be deceived. Why? Because you will taste death. Allah give us